Welcome to episode 8, season 3 of Get This Cake Podcast with your host, Janelle Clark. I hope you are having a fantastic week. I have been going nonstop. I'm sorry for the delay on this episode, y'all, but we're here and we're happy to be here with our guest, Jinder. How's it going, Jinder? I am doing good. What's up? What's up? We're making this happen. Wow. How long have we been trying to make this happen? We're like uh like four months i think four months months. we're just both like so busy you have like a lot going on um talk to the audience a little bit who you are what do you do and yeah yeah so that's like a fully loaded question because i believe that we're more than just like our title you know what i mean and every single day we have different dreams and things that pop up uh but right now i'm living in toronto with you not with you (laughs) but in the vicinity no no i do too your place is amazing i'm happy it took us four months because um we would have been doing this virtually so now that everything's opening up this is gonna be this is much better um but no so i'm a realtor here um i've worked in tv and film my background's actually molecular biology and um, my passion this is how we connected i believe that we're all connected I believe that um, our journey here on this planet is a lot more integrate than we think. And um, it's my my personal mission in life. If I can just change the the trajectory of one person's life, uh, if it's this week or just today, that's, that's what I try to do every single day. So yeah. I love that you say that we're all connected because I, um, so I found Ginger on TikTok um, and actually the way that I found you on TikTok was very interesting. I I don't know if I told you the story before, but um, one of my like favorite creators and actually has become a really good friend of mine. His name's Brandon. Brandon, I don't know if you're listening to this episode, Um, but he actually lives in California in San Francisco. And so I was watching his videos back in December. And anyways, I think he duetted one of your videos. And I was like, wow, I like this. I like this content. I like this guy. Very, very, very motivational. And so I was started watching your content. I started coming into your lives. And it was always just a safe space that was just very positive. And you created a place where people could be authentically themselves and that's what made me gravitate towards you and then i realized wait gender Mm -hmm. is in mississauga which is like 20 30 minute drive from exactly where i'm at and i thought it was really interesting that someone i found from california made me find you yeah it's so crazy i i think that's i think that's beautiful i mean you never know how you're gonna meet anybody and those tiktoks that i was doing it wasn't like i planned to walk into this tiktok space and start having this beautiful safe space for people to come into and share their life's problems and like but what, what started happening was uh people started showing up and then just um i, I don't know what happened or what kind of triggered this but i, I I think it was my own personal journey, Janelle. I feel like everybody thinks all day long and we we were gonna talk about manifesting, but we're constantly manifesting things in our life. Um, When people think manifesting, we think, oh, you're gonna manifest that job or that G-Wagon or that, you know, this, but we're constantly manifesting things that we don't want in our life. And um, the thoughts that we're having, they're actually emotionally holding us hostage to things that we don't want. 
So I started uh, shifting certain things in my life and I started seeing massive transformations. And then I realized that I could actually help other people do this. So during these one, two hour lives, we had people transforming, we had people having breakthroughs, we had people like, uh, I had messages coming at me all throughout the year like you saved me from suicide you saved me from um i didn't know what i was gonna do i i might like it was just the most incredible messages were coming in and i never knew why i was supposed to be in there but i always knew there was somebody that was supposed to hear my message and i don't know who it is but when i go in it's like ah that's why i'm here so i think uh yeah part of my thing was and then you showed up one day did, yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I um I always just would kind of silently come into his lives and just just be present. Like I wouldn't talk too much. I would just sit and listen. Yeah. And you just just the way you would en engage an audience was phenomenal. But before you got into helping other people shift their mindset and their mentality, when did that really start? Like for you, like when did you take a moment to bring yourself out of like? basic reality and think okay there's more to this yeah. okay so as a scientist um i always used to uh think okay what's the scientific backing that can go into this um why are why am i doing things a certain way what's going on in my life that's leading to this and I actually ended up doing a lot of self-growth and um but i always wanted to look at like studies like from harvard peer-reviewed journals all those things but what i realized is as much as those studies are out there uh, we're all, at the end of the day, we're all energy, okay? Um, we can make things happen. We can go from matter to matter. Like you can literally uh, create something with your hard work, hustle, or there's another way that you can do things. And that's like shift going through this. Um, it's almost like a quicker way. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. But what's um, the main thing is this. Are you stressed out ever, Janelle? I'm stressed right now. Yeah. I'm literally stressed all the time. <laughs> okay, so there's like three types of stresses that I realize people have. Uh, well, one, I mean, like, I'm not stressed talking to <laughs> yeah. you, but I do, you're right. When you said that we yeah. have a million thoughts in our mind at all times, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh, like I hope Ginger is not like late for something else. Like I hope like oh he like God. has yeah. enough time for this podcast. Like, like I am constantly thinking yeah. and I, I, it's hard not to, but yes, carry on. <laughs> okay, so there's like three types of stresses that happen. There's the physical stress, so you can get like punched and you can have like a wound, okay? There's another stress, which is the chemical stress. So like a virus or a bacteria or something and you have a chemical stress that occurs. And then there's the emotional stress. And like, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> like what you just explained to me is that you're going to be late. There's an emotional stress that we create with our brain. But the same thing happens across the board. You're, when something happens that stresses you out, you're, it's called your autonomic nervous system. That basically fires up. It's um, the sympathetic nervous system fires up. Right. And it actually is now trying to get rid of a threat which is outside of you. Question, yeah. is that the same system responsible for the fight or flight response? Because I just did like a whole presentation yeah. on that for school. Yes. So I'm very, yeah, please. Oh my gosh. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. So yeah, so the fight or flight response is the sympathetic nervous system, which is a part of the autonomic nervous system. So yes. imagine, let's say you're getting chased by like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, okay? You're running, running. What's going to happen immediately is you're going to either fight, run, or hide, okay? Because your autonomic nervous system gets turned on. You're gonna start running, let's say you find a cave, 
and you hide, that Tyrannosaurus Rex is gonna be out there for a little bit. And then what's supposed to happen is the threat disappears and your, yeah, your parasympathetic nervous system kicks in and it goes back to homeostasis, goes back to your digestion, goes back to normal, your heart starts beating properly. But today we're literally thinking um, ourselves into keeping this fight or flight response on all day long. So we have this cortisol, we have all this thing that's directly related to your manifestation, whatever you're, you know what I mean? And people don't understand that all day long, they're thinking about, um, they have their own Tyrannosaurus Rexes, their mom, their dad, their partner, whatever, but it's actually more of a mental Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's our thoughts that are creating this upregulated uh, cortisol spike. So there's ways that you can bring it down, but I started just kind of, you know, working with this and realizing that we can actually shift and change our life to the point where we can, when we make these little changes, you can have so much more money in your life. You can have so much more love in your life. You can have so much more happiness, joy, all these things, but you have to work. You can't just know about it. You got to go there and you got to get into like the deep trenches of all that ugliness that you have going on and you got to really work. So are, would you would you say like, you know, you're learning about it. Would you say it's easy for you to work on those things? Well, I mean, so I, I think first of all, I, I wish we had a camera and I need to start like doing video vlogs with the podcast because I wish the listeners could just see my face, my jaw dropped. Because oh I was like, I just did a PowerPoint yeah. on this whole nervous system. Now the purpose of my presentation was how massage therapy could help with bringing those nerves back down to our normal relaxed state mm -hmm. and why people hold stress tension in their upper body. Yeah. But I never correlate it to the like mental thought process yeah. of it. And now to answer your question, if I think it's easy for me to go through it, is that what, Not sorry. Easy, but do you, knowing the things that you're supposed to be doing, do you actually do the, do you actually make a conscious effort to shift in your day-to-day -day life? To answer that question, I think on um, a subconscious level, yes. Not necessarily always on a conscious level, but if it's something that I've been wanting to achieve or wanted or desired to have, mm. I figure it out and I, I do it. Like yeah. what, whatever the path is that I have to do, I will. Yeah. Um, and, and that usually starts on the subconscious level for me. I start making little decisions to get to that goal. Yeah. Now, I find if it's something that is very surface level or something that isn't meant for me, then no, I, I don't make those decisions. I, I don't tend to go in that direction or do the work that I need to bring that want or desire into my yeah. life which always turns out for the best for me anyways, because yeah. it just wasn't meant for me to begin yeah. with. Yeah. See, like, so what I started to realize is it's really simple little tools and tricks that people can use. So a lot of the times when things weren't going well for me, it's because I didn't know what to do, but they're very small things. Like, I don't know if you know about, there was this study done in the States. They took 117 people, Janelle, oh and they, um, what they did was they measured their cortisol and their immune, immune system, their IgA, right? They basically had these 117 people and they wanted to see what would happen if these people for 10 minutes a day, for four days, just traded all emotions of like fear, frustration, um, anger, anything like that, just for 10 minutes for like heartfelt emotions, like gratitude, appreciation, joy for life, 10 minutes a day, 
after four days, their um, uh, cortisol dropped by 22% and their uh, immune system upregulated by 50% just with this small little thing. So now when you're working at, with this different energetic uh, frequency, they, the same people that did this study, they wanted to see if your thoughts and energy could have effect on matter. So this is going to blow your freaking mind. Okay. I need you to I'm going to, yeah, but this is going to blow your mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. They took these baby chicks, these brand new baby chicks that were just born. Okay. And they put them in a hallway, like in a, and basically in like a square room. They put half of them on the left and they put half of them on the right side. And then they got this robot. Basically, it was just programmed to go 50% to the right, 50% to the left. That would just deliver food to these new baby chicks. Just imagine they're like newly born and this robot would come in and they would be so happy. They'd be like, because they thought it was their mom, right? So this was just programmed to walk straight in 50% this way, 50% this way. So out of the hundred times that it would walk into a room, Based on its algorithm, it would end up on one side 48 times, the other side maybe 52 times. So they wanted to see what would happen if they put all the baby chicks on one side of the room. And these babies, because these baby chicks are just feeling this heartfelt yeah. emotion of love yes. and we love this. And um, this robot basically came in and it was programmed literally, it's not AI, it was just meant to go right and left the presence that these baby chicks had with the love that they were sending out, it pulled the robot towards that side 100% of the time. So they actually proved that these baby chicks with their small little brains had effects on matter. They were affecting the way matter worked around them. Isn't that freaking what? crazy? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm absolutely serious. Oh my, important. oh my gosh. I, I, I need you to send this study to me. That is phenomenal. Yeah. I, I I have a question for you, okay? Because okay. like quite clearly, yeah. from the scientific standpoint, you know what you're talking about, and, and it's very evident. And to see that that shift can also change matter, and that we are constantly manifesting. So when I first started like getting to know like who you are and like watching your videos and whatnot, I would like see some people be like, I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling heartbroken. I feel like I can't do this. Yeah. Right. And we all probably have moments of that. Yeah. I can't mentality. How do you, how do you get there? How do you shift out of that? I can't okay. mentality. Well, Janelle, I feel like a breakthrough happens in a moment of decision and that moment you don't have to wait for, you know, five years of going to therapy. You know, therapy does help. I, I always tell people, go to therapy, do whatever you have to do to get to where you want to get to. But people don't understand that there's this. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, no, you can see there's this. <laughs> there's this powerful thing called the present moment, right? And if you can really just come here, just right here. And in this moment, you say enough is enough. I'm drawing a line in the sand, enough is enough. I'm choosing my life, like today. You have to get to this point where you say, right now, right here, I am choosing, I am ready. And a lot of people don't understand that um, the way we use our body is so important. So if I was to ask you what a depressed person looked like, you would obviously, if I said they were behind this wall, you how would they look like to you? Like, what do you they say? They would be like face down, yeah. 
maybe a little slouched, mm-hmm. tensed up, not making eye contact. Yeah. So the crazy thing is this, like I understand people are going through things and it's, you know, if I was at the lowest of my low and somebody like me came up to me and was like, you just have to do this, 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 it sounds ridiculous. I'd be like, oh my gosh, you don't know what I'm going through. Yeah. You have no idea. But the way things actually work, you were talking about the subconscious mind. We have these things called stories that we repeat to ourselves over and over and over, right? And there's certain things that we believe. Like it might have been you getting out of a relationship and it not working out and you think, oh, like it didn't work out. It never works out for me. Oh, am I ever going to meet somebody? Those are stories that you start saying to yourself without even knowing about it. Those stories lead to your beliefs. Mm -hmm. So these are either empowering or disempowering beliefs, whatever they are based on the stories. Um, and then those beliefs, it sucks because they actually form your identity and your identity is what determines the choices and the decisions you make in your life, which lead to all your results. So you might have a good week. You might have have strong, strong willpower and, you know, make things happen for a week, but you will always go back to autopilot based on your identity and you end up with some shitty results and you're like, see, I screwed up again. That's your new story. Boom. At least your new belief boom, at least to your identity. And you'll never freaking get out of that. And people don't understand that is, that's where it's like, we have to break through. And first you have to understand how your mind works. And then in your worst pain, you say, you know what? This pain is inevitable, but the suffering is a choice because now I know what's going on. And then you have to, if you have to cry, if you have to yell, if you have to, you know, do whatever you got to do, pick up those pieces and then understand that there's people around you that are going to love you, support you through this, but then you got to show up for yourself. And one day it will change, Janelle. One day you'll wake up and you'll be laughing, you'll be happy, but you can be stuck in this loop for a long time. And you know what? You don't have to be. If you're listening right now, I believe that a breakthrough happens in a moment of decision, a moment like this, where you say enough is enough. I'm drawing a line in the sand right now. And you have to say this right now, listening to this, enough is enough. I'm choosing my life. And then you and then you figure out the tools. You listen to some of Janelle's podcasts, you know, <laughs> pop yourself up. Cause seriously, your podcasts are amazing. Seriously, I can't like, I can't even, um, start to say how much uh, joy your podcast have brought to my life. I remember like at my deepest pain, this one day I was in BC and I was like, oh, I'm going to turn on one of her podcasts. And it was your Sunday routine. Yeah. And then at one point you're like, and then I do, uh, I was like, oh my gosh. You know? <laughs> I, I, and that's what I would like to deliver to people yeah. is that able to like connect and, and just bring a little light to someone's life. And because yeah, I do shit that makes me happy. And then I yeah. want people to feel encouraged to do the same for themselves. But yeah. listening to you explain the process of the stories and the cycle and the breakthrough, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because I think about people in my life that I see that are stuck in those cycles. People that I care about deeply in my life stuck in those cycles. And it it has to be on a conscious level of saying no. I don't want this anymore. This is not for me. And for me, I've always been just, I don't know, just kind of in tuned. And I didn't know that that was what I was doing. And and I I have been in a very dark places in my life before. Um, I had to actually used to go to therapy. I've been on medication for depression and anxiety. And um, going into, I would say, the last five years, three to five years is when my life started to shift. And I didn't know what I did. I didn't know 
um, how specifically what stopped this um, I can't mentality was I think I just really I, I did say no and I didn't realize it in that in that sense and it's just it's I have hair standing up on my arms right now because I'm just like, wow, that is the secret is saying cross, put in that boundary with yourself and creating those boundaries with your life and being in control of those decisions in the stories you're telling yourself. And I really do hope that um, like we can help with understanding with how we can shift. We can now help the people that we care about um, be able to make those same, yeah. same choices. Is that something like, did you learn that through a, like your own personal breakthroughs and you were like, you analyzed it in that sense? Yeah. So, so now, like just to, to tell you a little bit of my story, I had never left the country before, um, age 19. And now I've traveled to over 30 countries. I lived in India for a year. I had a business out there. I had a business in Thailand, a skincare line. I lived in Malaysia. I worked in TV and film in Los Angeles for two years. Like there was a lot of stuff that happened and it was all happening because of this incredible self image that I had of myself. Stuff happens though in life where uh, the smallest things can come in and it's like heterosuggestion. Somebody says something and you start believing it. And then certain things start to derail. Um, and so when I started looking back at my life, uh, a lot of us don't even um, celebrate our past successes because we think it's the past. Oh, that was something I did five years ago. But it's so important for you to go back and look at the things that you did really well because that's what gives you uh, this like superhuman power. I don't understand um, how to explain it fully. And also, I didn't know I was going to be teaching and helping people do this. Uh, on a you know weekly basis, it just, happened, it just right? happened. But this doesn't mean that all day long you're thinking about these things. This means that you can go live a fully happy life. You're out there on a yacht. You're not thinking about oh my gosh, I got to program my mind. Blah blah blah. These are just things that you need to know. Yeah. I think that they don't teach us. There comes a time and place where let's say everything is going really well in your life. You really don't have to think about this stuff. It's when you hit that rock bottom place that you really got to dig deep and start understanding um, what's going on in life. You need to, I don't, um, when I do these talks on TikTok, it's a little different. When I do them one on one with people, people can't even say something positive about themselves. They can't even say, I am beautiful. It's like that word won't even come out of their mouth that I am loved. That's, they can't even do it. And that's the part where um, it's mind boggling because so much has programmed them to believing that those aren't things like nowadays. Uh, you're the most, you know, you're so, I wish everybody could see Janelle right now. She just like, you know, I don't even know. I'm just like, wow. But could you imagine? Um, there's so many beautiful, you know, young girls out there that think that they're so ugly. Yeah. And that actually, um, is a deep program that it will affect everything, yeah. right? And even young men and, you know, so it's almost, um, it's very interesting. You have to, like, affirmations are affirmations. You've heard of them, right? Yeah, like, of course. But they won't fully work. Like, you can't be like, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, and just um, wake up magically happy. Yeah. But um, if you do it with enough, if you're in state, like, if somebody says, gender, how do I change my life today? Like we made the decision, the breakthrough. I say there's these three S's that I focus on. Strategy, let's say if you wanna have the biggest podcast in the world, there's a strategy, we know it. 
um, the stories that we repeat to ourselves. But the most important is your state. So I get people to literally be like, yes, yes, yes. And I know it sounds ridiculous. You have to celebrate. Yes, you really do have to get your state in check. It's how you use your body, how we use our um, the things that we focus on and the language and the meaning that we give things. And I don't know if you know, like the position, like the superwoman pose, yes. but Harvard just released that these power positions, there's this one, there's one where you have your hand behind your head, um, like behind your neck. And if you cross your legs and just sit in these positions, um, certain um, neurotransmitters increase in your body. So I they've actually, actually yeah. yeah, no, I actually did know that like your body language, um, something even simple as a smile, I did realize will be extremely impactful on how people perceive you and yeah. that quick body language will really change how people will think about you, which helps you think about yourself in a different way. Yeah. And the same thing with the affirmations. I actually will, I will tell you a story. So I, um, I, before moving here, I worked really into sales and business and like, um, marketing and I was very commission based. I was doing business, business sales. And I had somebody like in like with the entrepreneur mindset say, don't celebrate small successes. And I was like, well, what, what do you mean by that? Why? And he's like, oh, you will get complacent with, if you celebrate your small successes, you will think that you've made it and you would not get hungry for more. And now looking back at that, I'm like, in theory, that makes sense. In practice, it's very harmful. And it can be very negative on yourself. And I also had realize at that time how impactful and how powerful words are if you are not celebrating your small successes and yes in theory on a business standpoint i get it but in everyday life in everyday practice and even in business you have to take pride in the things you achieve even if you have setbacks even if you have moments that kind of derail you say you know what i survived that i'm awesome right like you have to celebrate even in those negative or dark moments that you didn't achieve exactly what you wanted in that moment because you will get there if you change the directory of your words and and how you project yourself so no i think it's really important that you brought that up because it reminded me of something that i told myself i told myself the opposite for a very long time um and it worked in a business theory, but it didn't make me happy. It didn't make me happy. Like internally, I didn't, I didn't feel proud of myself. I didn't, um, because of those words, that was the power of those words. So thank you. Yeah. 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 And have you, have you seen the movie Serendipity? Not. You have not seen Serendipity. No. <laughs> I love it because also you got to have like this mentality with life that, you know, this is a gift and you got to expect the unexpected, the unexpected. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't know who's going to walk into your life tomorrow. You don't know if you're going to meet the love of your life tomorrow, getting a coffee. Like you just don't know. I didn't and know you- when I was going to meet you. <laughs> And here we are. You're the love of my life, Janelle. I'm just going to let everybody know on Get This Cake podcast. It's been said. Um, but yeah, no, that's, inc- that's, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm blushing. <laughs> this is why I need to start getting a video. Like you guys going to be able to see our faces. 
Um, but uh, no, I and I really like. I think actually another thing I wanted to bring up was I okay. see you're so. <laughs> I'm not cutting this. This is not being edited out. <laughs> Showtime. Um, but now I lost my thought. Okay, it's fine. It's all good. Um, okay, no, I got it back. We're good. Um, I I actually have noticed like kind of recently I think with like astrology girls and stuff um people getting making uh, I guess like spirituality kind of trendy but not really fully understanding it which is not bad or good it just is um but one of the things that you you, like when you put it into that scientific format for people that may be non-believers or like don't know how to comprehend um, the power behind your yeah. thoughts and what you put out to the universe and what you put out into the world um, it really helps people grasp it in a way that they can that isn't just like 11 11 make a wish you yeah. know what I mean I so <laughs> I know me too <laughs> you know actually um, last week's episode was on angel numbers and you said that you before we started recording you said you've been seeing 11 11 is there anything that has happened recently for you in your life that worked out because you put it out there that you were going to achieve it? Yeah, um, because I saw 11-11. Is that why you're specifically asking? Just, just curious. You know, I think with the 11-11 now, you, I just feel like it's sometimes just a little, you're in alignment. Like you are, sometimes you don't even see 11-11 because it's 11-11, like the time. You see it on like the most random thing, like on your um, dishwasher. And you're like, huh, okay, like I'm I'm doing good. It's a little reminder that, you know, that there's this grace that surrounds us and to just keep having faith. I've just got goosebumps, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, for sure. And yeah, for definitely. But you know what the thing is, Janelle? Unless you're writing out your goal, there's another aspect too. Like you don't have to fix all this subconscious stuff and then go manifest. You can be manifesting great things in your life while you're getting rid of all this, you know, deep trauma and like generational garbage that's been added to us. But um, the way that happens is you got to be clear about what you want. You write down your goal. It's like basics. Uh, and then you visualize it and then you imagine it and then it happens. So yeah, for sure. I, um, I, re- I wanted a property uh, and I didn't know how I was going to get it. And I just put it out there and started saying what I wanted. And um, last week I just acquired a new property. Um, and that was, it was one of those things that was so like, huh, that came because I literally was imagining it and focusing on it and thinking about it deeply for weeks and weeks and weeks of that um and so many other things i mean i'm I'm single right now so i like i think i like met like multiple people that could be the love of my life right now (laughs) and i'm like holy crap is this actually happening but you know what um I always like try to be cautious about 1111 in those numbers because in the past, I think I made some decisions based on um, seeing a, seeing an angel number, Janelle. And I like Googled it and it was like, you need to do this. And I was like, I'm going to go do that because that's what I was. Um, but you got to reflect and you got to, you have to. Yeah. And I was really young when I did that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not happening <laughs> Well, congratulations on the property. Yeah, it's funny you say that like you've made some decisions based on like 
what we research is what these numbers are supposed to mean. They're really just like they're just guides. I was just kind of curious because I wanted to know. Um, but the times that they would be presentable to me, it wasn't for me, it wasn't ever a sign that I had to change and then do what I needed to do to achieve whatever that angel yeah. number was supposed to be. It was just actually when I reflected and that I was already doing it. Yeah. I was already accomplishing what I needed to in my manifestations or, or in my work or in my desire. So, um, the, like, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe like even like horoscopes. Like, it isn't really like, it's not this very literal thing. Yeah. It's just like a reflection of what you already have. Do, do you know where the vagus nerve is? No, tell me. Talk so, to me. I think it's I think it's called the vagus nerve. It goes from your gut all the way up to your brain. It's like the bit, this nerve that's connected from your stomach to the thing. And do you ever get that, like that gut feeling? Always. Right? And they, it's Always. because apparently your mind and gut is connected through this nerve. So when you get those little nudges, sometimes we ignore those nudges. And, you know, I'm not saying act on every little nudge you get, but it's important to reflect and think and deeply understand what's going on because sometimes we could avoid a lot of pain and we can avoid a lot of like mistakes just by listening to our inner guide right but then it goes back to like the thing we're creatures of habit we have habits of like the things that we do all day long right like i don't know if you this brain that we have it's evolved obviously over like the last two million years sorry is this too far Oh, <clears throat> so this two million year old brain, uh, it's like this primitive brain that we used to have. It basically in the past, it would constantly focus on um, threats because it had to survive. Like if there was a saber tooth tiger attacking you two million years ago, you would need to be able to focus on that threat. That's what this um, prefrontal cortex amygdala area of the brain is designed to do. Focus on that. Well, if there was something great that came into your life two million years ago, you didn't really need to focus on it because um, if you missed out on it, it wasn't a big deal. You were still alive. Two million years later, we still have that same primitive uh, survival brain. Yeah. And we need to start understanding that we're like, if I was to ask you, do you focus more on the things you have or the things that you don't have? The things that I don't have. Yeah. yeah. So most of the time, you know, people do both, but like most of the time there's one that's more prevalent. If you were to say, um, do you focus more on the things you can control or the things you can't control? Sadly, the things I can't control because I'm like, how do I find a solution to it? I'm in the fight or flight response. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, I can't believe this, first of all. So you're focused <laughs> on the things that you don't have and you're focused on the things you can't control. So, so figure it out. So, oh, the things that you can control or can't? Can't. can't. Yeah. So that's like a formula for like disaster. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they actually, uh, there was a whole bunch of like really successful people that they want, they did this um, survey with. And they saw with these really successful people, they were focused on the things that they didn't have. It wasn't, this isn't the right answer, but they were also focused on the things that they could control. So they kept gaining more and more things in life. But what happened was when they had the family, when they had the cars, these were like really successful CEOs and like people that were worth multi millions of dollars or like whatever field they were in, they were still constantly unfulfilled because their pattern was um, running on the things that they didn't have. So even though um, they were focused on the things they could control, even once they had everything, they were focused on the, what they didn't have. So they had, so you have to shift into the space of before you know, having all the things to those type of, you can, there's, 
yeah, you have to change your focus on the, to the things that you have. And if you don't have anything, you can think about the resources that you have, the friends that you have, the gifts that you have, the, you know, you have this gift of like incredible banter, gab, and you're super smart. Like you can, you know, start folk. So all those things. So, but you know what? You were talking about the, the Vegas nerve and I, 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 like an idea in my mind sparked when you mentioned that. It's funny, guys, I had this notebook open to take notes and this is just such an interesting conversation shut <laughs> in my notebook. But um, a thought occurred in my mind and it's going to sound a little sarcastic and I really don't mean it in a sarcastic way, okay. is I'm really curious if there were studies done between like different sexes or genders like men and women and how like um active the vagus would nerve would be in men compared to women because i find women usually get gut feelings really like we're very nurturing we're very like in that sense right so i constantly am aware of my intuition and that gut feeling it's saved me so many times where men is like more impulsive so i'm very curious as to like and i mean I'm only saying this because if you look at like Iceland, I think in back in like 2008, um, their whole economy just like shut down. Like there was a lot of um, basically decisions that were made uh, and uh, that were just made on impulse and the economy crashed. A lot of economies crashed in 2008, but they actually replaced a lot of major people uh, in their government with women and brought it back to life so like yeah. not not like it's just like the balance right we need balance and both are equal and both are like necessary but i'm just curious to see if maybe if the vagus nerve i wonder how active it is and men i'm just curious about this yeah. really so i i need to like look into it because like now my mind's gonna wander past this episode <laughs> and maybe this will be for next week's episode is just simply on the vagus nerve yeah. But uh, I think we are slowly running out of time yeah. here. Um, I just want to thank you so much for coming on to the show and just really bringing light to our listeners and to me. You've taught me so much in these last 45 minutes. I feel like I have so much more power and I feel really empowered by my decisions. And like you asked me at the beginning of the show, Am I stressed? And now I feel I can really shift my anxieties of my day-to-day life. So I just want to say thank wow. you. Oh. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Janelle. Thank you. And thank you for everybody for um, that's listening. Um, I wish your podcast the most amount of success imaginable. Uh, it's one of the things that I imagine at night. I, um, you know, I think that you're amazing at what you're doing in this entire space. I think you're going to change so many lives. You've changed my life uh, through, you know, some of the podcasts. It's just I sometimes have them on in the background and it just changes my day. I'm like, huh. Wow, why was I so heavy today? I need to lighten up. So like you have this, you know, amazing gift of just like bringing lightness into people's uh, rooms, wherever they are. And um, one thing I always encourage people to um, to say is that they are. This is can I literally say it on the thing? <clears throat> I get I get people to repeat this, but to say I am the voice. Um, and that means that you are the you are the voice. You are the new voice that's going to decide where you're going to go. Um, that you will create, not destroy. Um, that you will lead, not follow. 
So I literally say I will lead, not follow. And that doesn't mean you're going to lead people. It means that you will lead your life in the direction you want it to go into. And then to set a new standard, defy the odds, and then step up. Just step up. <laughs> and, then I, and so it's something that I encourage everybody to do. And honestly, thanks so much. This is fun. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Woo! And we don't, did it. We did it. And don't forget, you can have your cake and you can eat it too. <laughs>